What's up, everybody? Welcome back to today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison, with Kendra Jennison. Way cooler than me, Kendra Jennison, the K to the J, KJ Money. Listen, let's just just get a couple things out in the open. Mm. Kids are back in school. Hallelujah. Things are going things are going <laughs> better, right? Like we got my I get my time, my schedule's going better. That means that I can bang you in the middle of the day. This is like the best. First day back you're like, "Yes. Let's get it in at lunchtime." <laughs> like, After lunch. <laughs> like uh what I, I was going to put a post out with the kids pictures right? school pictures you're gonna be like yes free to bang my wife <laughs> well, any this, time of the day <laughs> this day is really for me now i get to bang my wife without fucking getting little heads popping dad, in the room dad mom <laughs> anyway so so that's fun so that's what we've been doing um but yeah what a good summer i guess i don't even know um was it a good summer it was a good summer i felt like our summer was a little bit more chaotic than usual summers are like our chill time we really just focus on, you know, family, the lake, swimming, letting the kids just be kids, running around, having everybody over. But I felt like we were kind of busy and you were exceptionally busy. Yeah, Maybe I, that's thought why. I, I thought I was going to take it easy this summer. Well, you didn't. And then I realized that I'm actually going to work harder. That's what you did. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think that I saw myself in the sun that much this year. Mm -mm. Yeah, you were head down, working office from quite literally sun up till sundown. Yeah, every day. You and missed I, a lot of summer. I did miss you a lot did, of summer, yeah. but um, I remember actually one morning waking up Phoenix and I said, hey, you know, summer's coming to an end, buddy. And he told me, he goes, yeah, but dad, with you being our dad, it doesn't really matter. We can travel anytime we want. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. You know, like it's very gets cool. it. Yeah. So anyways, we got some topics today. Um, we're, we're back at this. We're going to be doing, not that it matters to you guys listening to this, but we do them at noon as close to noon because I always fuck up my schedule as possible uh, on Thursdays, which by I don't know when Ryan will put it out there. But we had uh, someone in my private group or in the comeback community. Um, let me pull it up. Corey Nicholas was his name. Give a shout out to Corey. Good job, uh, Corey. He literally said, uh, why can't I find this? Where are you? I just want to read this to give him credit. If you haven't implemented Mark Jennison and Kendra and Dave Reduce's podcast in your comeback yet, you're missing out. Caught a couple of them last night as I walked the dogs and completely blew my mind on how inspired they made me to be a better husband, father, businessman, et cetera. Um, and then I texted, I put in the post, I said, so we're doing a podcast today. Do you have any topics you want this discussed? And he responded back and fired back with quite a few. He said, uh, Mark Jennison, adv advice to comebacks whose spouses don't want to make the same changes. And then parentheses, sobriety, parenting, non-biological kids, how to gain back trust, balancing, working from home together, you name it, right? I don't know what you name it means, but. Hitting all those topics, like I think the only, any of those I think ones, the only thing you, you name it. is my wiener. Mew, mew, mew. So do you, how do you want to do this today, babe? So um, I actually really love the first two topics. I love, I love the entire thing that he wrote, but the first two topics of how do you get your spouse on board with what you're going through and maybe also some of their own sobriety things. And then also how do you co-parent? I think we just hit all four, right? Because I mean, we can for I, sure. I love, um, we got plenty of time here. Um, parenting, non-biological kids. I, I'm just going to be honest. I fucking hate, I fucking hate that. Hate that question. Um, I hate the fact that blood qualifies you as family. Well, to certain people it does, but 
to us it doesn't right well i mean i mean we'll talk about that we'll definitely dive into I want that you, i want to well. address this one yeah. but obviously that's more personal for me right like for sure and we'll we won't beat up where i'm at my we won't we'll just talk about the kids yeah so well i fucking hit it babe how do you how do you get the 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 lady the wife the girlfriend the spouse on the same page um if they don't want to make changes what a great question i wish that there was one solid answer to this like the answer is yellow however this is a multi-step multi-answer to this question um first and foremost i think the biggest thing as always is communication communication is key because there is a gentleman who has has gone through or is going through i am a comeback and hasn't told his wife there's lots his wife she may know that yeah he's doing this program but she has no fucking clue what it is um so communication is key and 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 with that there's typically and i can talk on this because i've coached it um there's typically two types mainly two types of wives um as soon as their husbands go through i'm a comeback there is the wife who's just like oh my goodness i love these changes my husband is finally the man that i knew he could be i'm all on board how do i become more like this new amazing husband that i see there's that wife and then there is the second wife who is jaded she's pissed off she's hurt she doesn't understand why some guy on the internet could change her husband and she couldn't how come mark jennison i am a comeback was enough but the entire family she is just really pissed off and has zero interest in who the new man is becoming there's hurt there um and i don't even think she necessarily knows how to navigate through that so the biggest thing is going to have to be for the wife and the husband to communicate massively sit her down hey I know I haven't really explained thoroughly to you what I'm a comeback is. This is what it is. I know that I have made some massive changes in these in the in a week and two weeks and, and however long they've been in I'm a comeback, right? Um, I haven't done a great job explaining to you what it is, and I I realize that as the man of this family, as the leader, I've kind of left you behind. I understand why you're pissed at me. I understand why you don't buy into this i'm a comeback thing and and i realize that, uh, that you're stuck here um that's a massive thing that could that could help however there is a wife whose hus a husband can explain that to his wife and a wife is just not going to want to hear it there's too much hurt he's cheated he's lied he's told her before that you know he i'm gonna stop i'm gonna, I'm gonna stop yep it. this time this is, is my this last time yep, this is this time i'm for i'm serious and i'm changing um she's heard it all before so she's not buying into it because you haven't given enough time for her to see the new you right that's that's also huge um the biggest thing the biggest things are communication and you need to lead your family i, wanna, I want to there's a there's one that you've never dealt with too, yeah, which is, this is which, true. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Please. you another perspective for some of those wives out there. Mm -hmm. And this is for some of you dudes listening to this. You're gonna be like, "Fuck," he said what I think. I just don't have the fucking balls to do it or say it. Mm -hmm. And that is for a wife or a girlfriend who continues to drink. Yes, because the relationship that you built 
was, was based built on drinking and the foundation on drinking. 100%. And you provided an opportunity. Uh, you gave her kids. You she she probably put some weight on, or maybe she didn't put some weight on. Um, she she got comfortable drinking. She's not super stoked inside of her skin, and then all of a sudden you want to change it, and you want to be great, and you start feeling great. But really, the reality is inside of you, you're hanging on to something that probably isn't there anymore. Hundred percent. And I actually love that you had just mentioned that. Like you're hanging on to the idea of the fun you had when you used to drink together. Those are the memories. That was, that was the, but it was toxic as fuck. Toxic. Right. Or, I mean, maybe it wasn't toxic. You just, maybe it was a lot of fun. Maybe it was a lot of fun. And you just decided, but you decided now at, unfortunately, maybe 35 or 65, it's time to grow the fuck up. Right. Right. So for, for those guys, I mean, I always like to, I don't like to be the bearer of (laughs) bad news, but I like to be more the revealer of truth. Right. And get a man to fucking rise up. Yo, you might have to just walk away. Great, great point. And I also love that you went there because what happens a lot of the time too, especially when I was coaching, a lot of these wives, girlfriends, significant others, they see these changes that their husband is going through. He's shifting, he's becoming, he's, he's working the seven Fs. He's got goals, he's got ambitions, he's making more money. The wife now realizes or maybe part of her realizes, but she doesn't want to admit it to herself yet that, holy shit, now I have to look at myself and I have to start making, I would have to start making changes because no longer my husband's drinking is the problem. She has to look internally at herself and she's like, well shit, maybe I'm not the wife I should have been. Maybe my drinking was getting in the way. I've never set goals. I let my body go. I'm kind of a shitty mom sometimes as far as, you know, if drinking sure. was getting in the way. And and that's a really terrifying and scary thing for wives to do. No longer is the husband's drinking the scapegoat. She has to look inward and at herself and work on things. And I think a lot of the time, that's incredibly hard for wives to do. Incredibly hard. You know, uh, anybody to do. You know, really. I just was talking a couple minutes ago about like, you know, we might have to walk away, but on the flip side of that, only you know how much you can tolerate and you're willing to put up with. So I've often said, like, with my, my dad, if I'm going to blame him for the bad, I've got to blame him for, for the, the good. good, right, as well. Because it's the good that comes out is the resilience, the strength, the fuck you, you're not going to beat me, I'm going to beat you. Or that came from being beat down like a bitch as a kid. And <clears throat> the reason that I say that is because if you are a husband, you truly, because let's be honest, like, you know, luckily for me and for you, like, we choose a health is a mass it's number one as a foundation in our life we want to live a long good life but let's just say and we know people that have these relationships where um, they're not willing to give up they, they don't want to give up on the person because they love them i can think of somebody right now that's close to you like don't yes. want to give up on this dude yep. right this is like on the guy role of mm-hmm. it doesn't want to give up on this guy because he's this uh, this idea this belief that he's going to be okay so you 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 create a little bit of space and you decide what you will tolerate and how long you tolerate it for. Every man has a number. Every woman has a number. That doesn't necessarily mean financial number. That means days, amounts, energy, how much fucking non-refundable minutes are you willing to give this, this person? So I also understand that love is a battlefield, like the reality, not for us because we seem to love wholeheartedly. It's just perfect in my life. But, um, knowing that you you got into this war together mm-hmm. no man left behind right or till death do us part if you really truly take that then you've got to give some grace and you got to keep pounding it and pounding it and pounding. so as much as i say to walk away if you know yes. like that's the quick quick exit if you know at your heart you don't want to be all in anymore then get the fuck out because you're just wasting both your times but if you're not willing to walk away from her or from him because there's a piece of you that loves him then you got to take them all the way to the water 
Exactly. I think that's I think that's why the first thing I wanted to say was communication is key. You need to sit down and you guys need to have that incredibly hard conversation of listen. This is where I want to take us as the man. This is what he should be saying. This is where I want to take our family. This is the this is the future that I am casting for us. And it's magnificent and it's awesome. And, and maybe the wife doesn't want to maybe she's like, "Listen, I love that you're this new man now, but I I can't or I don't want to be a part of that." And maybe he doesn't want his wife to come along with that. That is a, that is a, a, a terribly hard conversation to have. But once you have that, if you can have that, once you do. Well, let's hypothetically say they want to stick together because we're going all doom and gloom no, on it, right? It's true. It's but, true. Uh, but, but the reality is, man, I, th- I think many dudes hang on far too long. I think, I think life is too short to be unhappy. Yes. Um, and I'm not saying that divorce is always the answer. I know it sometimes seems like that, but I think freedom is the answer and only you know what that level of freedom looks like. So what I want to do is give some practical stuff since yes. we've got a couple a couple things here. Great. Here's what I recommend as the man. Well, these words, these three words should, should, I guess it's four. These four words should mean something to every man inside of the comeback and on the outside. Lead motherfucker lead. Like lead motherfucker lead. Yes. And what I mean by that is, you know what you want. You get up every day. You made the choice. You went all in on you. You joined the comeback or you are the epitome of the self-development world. And you're the guy that wants to fucking lead and you want these great things in your life. Well, then you need to show up every day and do that. And one of the first steps that that I would do if I was in this situation is I would literally, they're on the wall. Who are you? What do you want? Why do you want it? But I would literally lay out the question with you. If yep. this was the case, I would say, who are you and who am I in this relationship yep. together in this marriage? Yes. Right? Like, who are you? Like, the chemical, the DNA, the, uh, not the chemicals, but the DNA, the same stuff I tell on the clarity call. Like, who are you? Who am I in this marriage? Who am I in this relationship? Who am I as a wife? Who am I as a husband? Who am I as a spouse? Right? And then the next question I would say, what do I want from this relationship? Like, once I figured out who I am, because people change, and then understanding why I want it. And in those, those three, it's so simple yet so beautifully complex to sit and be truthful with yourself because motherfuckers want to uh ryan here uses the, the word all the time mystify right he wants to me want to mystify the problem you want to make it harder than it has to be because it's yep. your problem people won't let go of the chaos because they're truly afraid to live a good life and at the at the core of those three questions right who am i as the leader of this family or who am I as a leader of this relationship or this marriage? What do I want with this relationship and why do I want it? And then sit down and have that thing together. But before you even get there, you got to fucking even ask your wife to have a conversation. Yes. You can't run. You can't hide. Quit running and quit hiding from having those conversations. hundred percent. Quit begging. If you never would have sat me down and this is for the wives who have never done self-development, don't even know what it is a day in their life. They've just been, doing the mom thing, doing the working thing. Um, have your husband, and I always put the put that emphasis on the husband because I truly, in our, in our household and in many households that work really, really well, the husband is the leader. And I think that is a role that they should fucking take on head first because that is just the hierarchy of how it should be, you know? Right. And I truly believe that with all of my heart. Anyways, the man needs to sit down and you need to go over goals. What's important to you, honey? What's important to you? For the wife that doesn't want to give up drinking, probably doesn't want to give up her friends, doesn't want to give up the life that she's been living, sit down with her. What's important to you? Yep. Is this more important to you than what I see for our future? Because this is what I see, but we can't have that if this is how you want to live. If you want to live that way, 
I'm here for you. I support you. I can't be a part of it, but you can do that. This is what I see. And this is where I want to go. This is how we can get there. And I'm going to take you with me. Here's the work required. Here's the work that is required. And this is what we can do. And if she can sit there and she can honestly say that drinking is maybe more important, going out with the bar with her friends, uh, maybe going to a, a cocktail hour at lunch, that's more important to her. Which maybe, is fine. Which is, is fine. <laughs> which is fine. If, if that is her truth and that is what she wants, truly that's what's going to make her happy. And you got to let that go. That's what she wants, right? Yeah. Anyways, but have that conversation. I, I guarantee you that if your wife and you were to sit down and go over some goals and some things that are massively important to you in your life and what you can have for your future, and if drinking is a massive part of that for her, for you, you might have to do some reevaluating because maybe there'll be one weddings and such is fine. You know, have a cocktail, have a drink. Yeah. And celebrations. I wanted to just put that disclaimer on there. Right? Yeah, our, exactly. our message isn't one of a, hey, don't fucking drink. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Lots of our friends drink and they're successful and they, they don't, they live a good life, but they Great communicate. Life. And I think they and fucking I, talk. Yes. And that doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, even for us, I had a glass of champagne. I had two glasses of champagne at my cousin's wedding this past weekend. I, last time I drank was at Kurt's wedding, which was also a glass of champagne. Um, how much fun did we have? You didn't, you don't, you never have anything to drink that is not in your yeah. forefront of your future anytime soon. Um, but that doesn't mean that your wife can't have a glass of like i feel like some some wives might sit there and they'd be like oh my god if i have a drink in front of my he's husband gonna crumble, he's, gonna, right? he's gonna relapse you know he's gonna want to start drinking and i can't handle this it's like whoa 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 you don't have to give up everything entirely however you guys do have to have to be on the same page as far as what comes with your future right like i'm not going out getting plastered at the bars i'm not going out all the time with my friends like you're my friend now Sure. I'm cool. I don't have FOMO. I'm like, hey, listen, you guys want to go do that? I love you. You're my best friends. Go on, no, get, no go offense to your friends. They're all great, but I wouldn't have any FOMO with them either. I do a whole lot, right? So. <laughs> We're kind of chill. Anyways, but go on and do your thing. You guys are um, loving to text each other. Like We do. We text each other every day. All day. In our group <laughs> message. Um, but, but, the, but the coolest thing is, is I don't have that FOMO because I'm so, I'm so dedicated and so hungry for the future that you and I have cast it on paper and our goals and where we're going that I'm like, listen guys, a drink with y'all is not gonna push me any closer to what Mark and I have cast for our future. And that's what's most important, our core five, our family, where we're going. Yep. So I think that if the gentleman can do a really good job of getting the wife on board and saying, hey, where the hell are we going? What are we doing with this? And the wife, don't be afraid to look inward and and maybe be like, shit, you know what, Mark? Now that you have proven to yourself, because it's going to take time, you know, your wife's not going to trust you right away if you've let her down multiple times, but you've proven to me now that this is the man you say you are. I'm going to... Let's get on that trust topic. Yes, please. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy into this. I realized that it was me also that was holding us back. Can you show me? Can you guide me as the man, as the leader of this family and show and give me maybe, maybe things from I'm a comeback, right? Like, I really like this new person you're becoming. I like what it's doing for our family. I like the more money that you're making. I like the more sex that we're having. You are so into me that I, I, I'm in, I'm in here now. I'm in it for good. Show me some things that I can do to make myself better. Right. Right. So I want to touch or kind of kill two birds since we'll skip over the biological question. Come back to that in a second. Yeah. But um, trust, right? So yes, 
I don't have any trust issues with you. As a matter of fact, you're the only person. Shouldn't say that. There's a couple guys that I that I trust. Um, but as far as relationship as far, trust, yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, yeah. I just mean I'm just looking at people in general, right? Okay. So I'm, I'm going to talk about trust, like how to gain sure. trust. Like I don't think trust is gender specific. I think it's a fucking an emotion. I think it's something that each yes. and every person has, and you, you trust is something that is not just given; it is earned, just like respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason that I wanted to bring it up is because I didn't trust any in a relationship. I didn't trust any woman. Why would I trust anybody? Sure. Especially if it's a one, I didn't even trust myself. So there's a couple things that, that for me, um, to be able to get to this spot where Matt, you know, secrets. And I mean, I, don't, I tell the world anything about me, right? Like I'm not, I actually straight up, I use it for marketing. We use it every day. People Ryan want real. Smiles. Yeah. They want it to be real. I, what you see on cameras, who you get, I fucking tell the truth. Um, I'll tell you when I'm having a good day or a bad day. Like I've got nothing to hide with them. More drugs, fucking lied, bad shit than anybody I've ever met. Um, don't give a fuck about that. Like that's clear, clean up my closet. But like when I look at trust, um, something that is, is given, I, I came into this relationship with zero trust for anybody, including myself. So the first step that every man, woman, um, wants well, not child, but every man or woman that is getting into a relationship or already in a relationship or trying to repair the trust is you have to trust yourself. Number one, or you have to massive, right? If I, if I, so when I did the fucking ghost rider move on you for those few weeks, Mark or, ghosted me for two weeks. <laughs> you love talking about that. Was, um, that was a dick move, <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I, I ghosted you not because, not because I didn't want to be with you, but because I didn't trust who I was. Sure. Right. I'm like, I, I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can be faithful. I don't know that I can just be uh, loving. I don't know that I'm lovable. I don't know that fucking, I don't even know who I am, right? Like I was yeah. building this, like, I don't even know who I am in a relationship, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm grinding, grinding, hustling, father, taking care of my life, this guy, but like all of a sudden, whoa, now I got this emotion of love back in like two weeks. I feel this way. Fuck you. I can't trust you, right? Those are what's going through was, my mind. Yeah. But really when, when you look at taking ownership, of self, man or woman, it starts with trusting who you are. And that requires you to take commitments, make commitments, right? So even though you call it a dick move and ghosted, like had I not done that, I don't know I I don't know that I would have been, been able to be a work in progress, sure. right? I had to say, okay, look, I'm all in. Like after I, those two weeks, after that those is truly weeks, you right? were like, you know what? Fuck it. I am all in. I'm all in on this girl. Not only am I all in, but here we're about to fucking hear some shit. People are going to talk a lot of shit about me. Like that was another side of it. Did I really want you to to be drugged through the mud? Right? Like in these little girls and stuff and, and Phoenix. And I mean, for me, it was, it was simple though. Like when I, when I made the decision was I saw, I talked to Phoenix about this the other day. Uh, when you, you had your red, your brother's red jacket on, I think it was your brother's right. I don't remember what it says in the back, but it was like a, Iron Mountain. Iron Mountain. It was Michigan or some Wisconsin or Wisconsin. something. Yeah. Uh, Iron red, red like button up button up jacket. And you were throwing a football with them at Pierce's. Mm-hmm. And then we, w- and then we went to harpoons and had lunch and the kids made cocktail or not cocktails, concoctions, right? They were into that shit. And then I think we went back to your house um, just to hang out before we went home or drop you off, whatever. And the, the girls were just on top of Phoenix, like Love wrestling him, him from yep. day one. Right. So those were the, those were the key things for me. It made me, and that was after we kind of hung out, right? But that was when I was like fully, fully committed. But there was a different decision that needed to be made within was like, yo, you fuck. And I'm just going to tell you guys how I talk to myself. Like, yo, you fucking suck at relationships. You fucking don't know how to love. You're unworthy of love. 
you've hurt every woman that you've ever been with consciously. That's like yeah. you, you made the purposely. fucking, you purposely hurt them before they could hurt you. You, I, you cannot drag these three kids or her through this. Do you have the fucking balls to go all in? So you were 110% intentional with everything that you, from the start when you were coming into this relationship. Yeah. And, and that required, so we talk about trust. That required me to, I mean, you can go like one, my phone's up right now. It's, Mine too. Right. Like, like one of the biggest signs of a cheater is a dude who's got his phone over, like turned upside down all the time when he's with this girl. Right. Or, or whatever. I don't know, it's but just, I guess it just so. is what it is because yeah, you don't want people to see what it is. I, I pay attention to that. Right. Sure. To, my phone's up. Nobody's going through it. Nobody's, you can go through it anytime. I ask you to do it. Like, but, but, but back to day one, like that, that was not, that was not foreign to me. That was, that was it. That was like my lifeline of like, just yeah. hide, hide, hide. hide everything. Just fucking hide. Don't let people know. So I had to make, I had to trust myself and to trust myself. I had to come up with some commitments to me mm -hmm. and those commitments are not like they're, they're actual actionable commitments. You don't fucking go. You don't go on Tinder or whatever these things are. If you're going to be in a relationship, you don't fucking you, you erase uh, girls who are in their bikinis or showing off their fucking tits on Instagram. You don't fucking allow anybody who has your number. You block any girl that's ever texted you like, and I did all that. You did all I of did that. All you of that. do it even still though. You'll, you'll be on your Instagram. We'll be sitting in bed and you'll be like a chick will pop up with like her ass pop poking out or whatever. And you'd be like, Oh, I don't know how she got on here. Delete block. Right. I do. You I do. do. They get into my DMS. You get blocked and it is what it is. Luckily. I mean, honestly, where we're at now. It's not like it was, but from the at period the before I met you from like 16, 2016 to 18, yeah. dude, like nonstop. And, um, so that, that was just like on my phone. And then the rest of the things is like, how do you, how do you live inside of the world? Yeah. How do you carry yourself when you go into a restaurant, the eye contact you make with certain people inside the gym? Like, okay, like you need to be fucking committed to certain people. And we talked about this the other day, like that Joey Swole video where it got like, you know, these young girls in the gym and then you walk up or if they catch, like you have to be fucking laser focused on what you're doing. I didn't, like, obviously that's not what I do, but like yeah. back then, like I'm just going to be committed to me and, yeah. and I'm not going to let anything bother me. So trust, this is probably more, I mean, I don't know if you have anything you want to add on that, but like if you are, cause the dude is most likely the one that broke the trust for right? sure. Um, and there's only, there's only two ways to ruin this relationship. Cheating, lying. That's it. Knew it. That's it. That's from it. both parts. From both of us. If you cheat, it's over. Do if you lie. lie, it's over. But like, I do have to lie to you. Lie I use very lightly because it's like a white lie. It's impossible to surprise you with anything. And I even think I'm so bad at it. If I'm trying to hide a surprise for your birthday or something, you're like, well, well, what do you mean? And you'll give me like a look and I'm just like, well, it's no big deal. So I just got to get away from you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get to some degree. It's, I don't think that's a lie. I think that's trying to surprise and help you. I'm talking about no, and, I know, and I get I know. little things like that yes. for sure. Um, I, I don't even do that. Like I'm literally the worst. I feel like if I don't tell you something within two seconds of knowing that I'm fucking lying to myself and I got to get it out. Everything. So like, I just blabber at the mouth because for me, and this is at the core of trust is like, I've got to be honest in everything that I do. And again, that's that commitment now that you made to yourself at the very beginning when we got into this relationship and the commitment that you now have made to, to me and to the kids. And it's like, no, I don't, I, and, and to allow, you can tell me anything no judgments. I'm not going to nag at you. I'm not going to bitch at you. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm going to be like, Hey, thank you for, for telling me that. Like, yeah. you know, so I, um, great, great. I also want to touch on what about 
the guy, the husband, the boyfriend, and I'm going to put this on them, um, who's lied, who's cheated, who's drank behind his girlfriend's back. How does she, how does she get that trust back in her husband? How does she, how did, how does he, how does he get that? She's hurt. She's pissed. She doesn't believe a freaking word that he says. It's like, yeah, whatever. You've said that before. I don't trust you. I don't say whatever you want to say. It's fucking broken. I have, How does that mend? I have a lot of, um, unfortunately, I have a lot of men that have done that. Yes. I, I think that's a very, it's just the reality. It's, it's just the reality. For the reality life that you chose to live. For the way that they drank, the things that they did, yeah. the situation they put themselves in. Um, at some point, as the man, you have to stop apologizing. Some point, you absolutely like, have to stop like yeah. you. The apologizing and the begging for forgiveness is a fucking pussy move. It's pitiful, right? And no woman, any self-respecting, loving of herself woman who got cheated on doesn't want to take you back because you grovel like a bitch. And you're fucking begging. I'm sorry. Would you please? I, I said I'm pro like just fucking man up, man up. Jesus like, Christ, re, right? Like, respect her. You respect her. Like, you have, like... Own that shit. I fucked up. Listen, I'm no longer that man. You see, I'm, I'm putting in the work. I've, I've proved so to you I now. believe, I believe, and what I tell these guys to do is that you shut the fuck up. Even that, too. You literally <laughs> shut the fuck up. You stop. You, you, you've done your final apology, and yes. the apology can go something like, look, man, it's, been, it's disrespectful for me to, to try to, like, belittle you and tell you i'm never going to do this again because why would you believe me i completely understand the fact it. that i've blown every ounce of trust respect piece of love you have for me mm -hmm. yet for some reason you're hanging on here number one i think you should probably figure that out or we should figure that out together but all i can do at this moment i can't fucking handle the future i don't know what the future is going to be like i can't predict it but what i can do is i can predict the actions i take every day and this is what i'm going to do and i'm going to be quiet about it i'm going to show the fuck up and if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And I think obviously we, you will, you, when you are ready, talk, if you're the yes. woman, I will be on your time. And if that time never comes, then you both determine what it is there. But at least moving forward, I think either the trust comes or it doesn't come. But I think what happens is you don't have to hate each other. Yes. Right. There's still going to be some resentment always inside there, sure. but you don't have to fucking hate each other. And you do that by, like, I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, because women are, women are, in my opinion, right, beautiful and like, like fragile, like not all women are fragile, but like no, when I, I, when I think about them, they're just feminine. like, they're yeah. feminine and they're like, like in, in a dude who's like kind of trying to be manipulative and hard and like he, he plays on that because sure. he think because he thinks that as a sign of weakness. Sure. And I think that if you are treating her like she's weak and, and disrespecting her by fucking begging and begging and begging, like you literally make her feel like shit. Just stop. It's just stop. They get women will get to a spot where they're like, you're just fucking pathetic. Please just stop. Stop telling, stop telling me and start showing me. Right. That is the best thing to it, shut up and just go, go, go go to work on yourself. And as a dude, right? Like yeah. you also got to understand that showing her for two weeks, two months, two years might not be enough. Exactly. Right? You just don't know because, how deep just that because is. you've been working on yourself for two weeks. Doesn't mean her legs are going to open wide up and be like, finally, that's come lick my box. Right. Yeah, like <laughs> that is not, always how that works so hopefully that answers your question hopefully. about trust uh where are we at on time here 1252 let's get to um the biological parenting non-biological kids i'm just gonna say 
blood isn't thicker than water. It's Period. not. It's just not. It's not. Um, if you have that mentality, scratch that, exonate that, because that is not always the case. I've, I'm very passionate about this one because of just the way that I was grown up and some of the some of the people who have loved me more in my life actually looking at it now or have been there maybe and I didn't necessarily understand didn't accept the love some male figures were not my was not my dad they were not blood to me right um not blood at all in certain situations um however I don't want to go down the angry side of that because that's kind of sure uh, that's kind of like there's a lot of things bothering me right now in yeah, my my family life touch but, on that. When, but when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to my to my kids right the question that fucking bothers me or, or the things they say like yeah but they're not your kids they're not they're not your real blood like dude shut the fuck up before i fucking elbow blast you in the next week you fucking pussy so the biggest things for us are when we're, when our kids first got together and when we were married um our kids never ever ever honestly they'd probably get soap in their mouth from either of us if they ever said that's my stepbrother or those are my stepsisters we don't fucking play by that um that's your brother these are your sisters. That's not your stepdad. That's your dad. Now Although, they don't, they don't have to call him dad. No. They call him Marky boo. They call him dad. They call him daddy boo. They call him Mark. You know, um, that's not forced. However, if call you call me asshole behind my they back, call, yeah, I'm probably. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Mark and I, you know, Phoenix, Phoenix calls it, you mom. Though. Phoenix calls me. Mom. Yeah. Phoenix is, is not my stepson. When people ask, Oh yeah. And my son and his basketball and, so if you are uh, if you are placing those words inside of your family unit, you're you're, you're setting yourself up. Yeah, you're, you're separating. You're dividing exactly. the family and you're making them it. making them feel different. We get so many compliments on. Oh my gosh, our your family is so amazing. You're so close. You're so wonderful. Yeah, thank you. We treat our kids like our kids. We treat you know, and, and we don't accept anything less than that. Now, what's really hard, though, is our girls will go to their dad's house. Phoenix will go to his mom's house. Um, that is not the case over there. Like how they, how they, uh, the girls can go to their dad's house when they're there. Those are her stepkids. Those are the step grandkids. Those are, you know, Kendra is not your real mom. She's your stepmom you know yeah um and to battle with that and when the kids come home they're like well you know this is what was said they said that i shouldn't be saying this because you're you're just my stepdad or you're just my stepmom i'm like listen do i take care of you do i love you do i support you that's what a mom does right i think i'm your mom i think i deserve to be called mom or to i i'm, I'm not going to act any less just because somebody says that right yeah actions over everything all the time but if you are if you are consciously saying, you know, oh, your stepbrother or oh, whatever, or your stepsisters, you're you're placing that inside of your family unit on your own already. So, so stop. <laughs> I got a lot of things I'm going to say about this real quick. Um, mm -hmm. Can you message Rich and tell him I'm going to be a couple minutes late on my call for me, please? Because um, I want to get this out since we're on, we're doing this. Yeah. Walking through school, meet the teachers with Blake, which is the girl's biological dad. Yep. And he tells me, you know, you know, man, <laughs> he's from Alabama. You he's got I, a real thick accent. <laughs> <laughs> These girls sure are lucky to have you. Right. Like, you know, in, in at that moment, 
<clears throat> this is for every dad out there who has whether you want to call them non-biological or stepkids or or kids that were birthed by you know other other men or whatever or can see whatever that word is but um he gave me his power at that moment he declared those that are your kids. he declared those are not my kids those are your kids financially emotionally spiritually physically mentally those girls are lucky to have you you why you're there for you with a capital y o u right massive because and it's no no disrespect to him it's a choice that he made and sure we could look deeper into it and i'm sure it's the way that he's raised or maybe it's the, the lack thereof or worry or whatever but you know and then he wanted to talk went on to talk about you know how successful i am and how hard i work and how much these kids love me and all this stuff but when he handed me that power um but i'd already taken the power mm -hmm. I, I didn't care but when he handed that power it was game over okay so if you are a dad that is trying to figure out what that looks like what are you really fighting this is going to be deeper than it right are you sure. fighting the fact that they're not your are you fighting the fact that they're not your blood are you fighting the fact that some other dude had sex with your wife and gave you a kid right and now you're taking further responsibility are you fighting with something that doesn't exist are you actually not leading them the way they want to be led and you're allowing the fucking other man or the other household to control like I, that's a big deal right when it comes to parenting the kids number one it's an open line of communication right now luckily phoenix was i don't know how old he was seven eight i don't know the exact ages when we got together but how old is he now he's gonna be 13. yeah it's going on five years so what is that eight years eight. old he just turned eight yeah i was in florida yeah. just turned eight years old uh bailey was three and jade was five and those are young ages babies bailey knows no different than me like i straight up am her dad and her dad uh, even though the other day she said my stepdad upstairs. Right. And I, I know that came from when she just got back from her mom's or whatever. And she's like, her yeah, but, or, or from her dad's house. And, and she didn't really know what it was. And my questions were very much like you, like, okay, so what, what does, what does that mean? Like, what's a stepdad? She didn't even know what that means, right. but someone else put an identity and a belief into her mind. And then what did I say at dinner? I was like, Hey, I brought it back up very nicely, very sweetly. Hey, dad told me you said that he's not your real dad. He's just your stepdad. And I said, do we talk like that? And she just, you know, like all six-year-old, how old is she? Seven-year-olds. <laughs> but I was just, uh, you know, she was laughing about it. I was like, he does everything for you. He takes care of you. He's there he, he, for everything. I said, so don't ever, don't ever disrespect him again by calling him that because he is your dad. And her, her own sister said the same thing up there. Right. right? But the question these guys ask is how do you do it? Um, <clears throat> I remember one time, one time, Kurt, my brother, Kurt told me, you know, I was like, ah, you know, that, that blended family works for you. Right. Like he mentioned that to me, it wouldn't work for me. He wants to have his, and I, and I get that. That's what they want. They're cool. That's what you got. That's fine. However, that's not an option for me. Right. I, so yeah. like that's zero option. Never wanted. It's not an option for you. My, my fam, like, and I think for me personally, like I'm uniquely gifted and, and uh, qualified to be a dad to anybody that's blood or not blood because nobody fucking wanted me. Right. And because nobody wanted me, it actually allows me to be free and open and caring about people. Because if I wasn't that way, I could be angry about it and say, nobody loved me. Sure. Which I have at moments. So if you're a dad or a mom out there trying to figure out how to do this biological, non-biological fucking parenting, it's real simple. Be the fucking person you needed when you were a kid. Yeah. That's it. I was going to say, 
I love that. I couldn't agree more. And I was going to say, if you are a mother or father and you have biological or unbiological uh, stepkids, right? Quit being a pussy. Love the child. Love the child. Love. If you don't know how to start a relationship or if you're not sure how to approach your stepson or start connecting, hey, I love you. I'm so glad that I get to spend time with you. I'm so glad that you came into my life. You have to start. Don't ever expect your kids, your young kids, whether they're young or old, to try to make a connection with an adult. That is not their responsibility. It is your responsibility as a parent to start that relationship, to to solidify that relationship. Because a child does not ever have to give love back when they have never received it. A lot of these parents are like, well, I just, I can't, I, you know, how do I get closer? I can't, you know, he just feels like my... Shut the hell up and start acting well, and making actions towards that child. We went through that with Phoenix. Taking. For yes. Like, like when we first moved into the house in like 2019, I remember, he remembered that, I don't know if you remember that one day, but he like, he was screaming, he was so angry, right? And he, he his so fucking, upset. my douchebag fucking piece of fuck mom um, tried to put inside that, uh, inside his mind that you and your dad are not close anymore. And he was, ba- she was basically laying these seeds that Kendra's taking your spot and blah, blah, blah. And they confusing the fuck out of this kid. Yeah. Right. So number one, actually, um, uh, there's a lot of number ones. Number do it all is like, don't let outside motherfucking piece of shits infiltrate your kid's thoughts. 100%. That's, that's it. That's Take massive. The time. That is massive. Good point. Take the time to help them find their own thoughts. Yes. I don't force my ideas and beliefs and concepts and way on, on Jade or Bailey or Phoenix. I help them find their voice. The number one fucking mistake you can make as a parent is not knowing who your kids are as kids because when they become adults, right? And I know this because, because I am that. Yes, you like, are that. My, my parents have no clue who I am. And that creates an anger inside of me beyond all belief where I want to light their fucking houses on fire. But help these kids find their voices. Help them find how to love. Like, look at them as fucking flowers that are blossoming every day. And And even if you're blood or not blood, you get to, you were like designated to guide them through this fucking world that's tough at times. Yes. Right? That's what I'm saying. Quit being a pussy and just like this opportunity that you have in front of you is massive. Love them, guide them, show them. Yeah, that, that pisses me off. Prove to them with your there. actions that you are there no matter what. Even if you have a, a, another side of the family who is extremely toxic toxic, and, and will continue to say, well, that's not your real mom. That's not your real dad. Prove to them. Be there. Be at the fucking games. Be at the practices. Be at the open houses for school. How many, how many basketball games up. have you been on for Phoenix? A lot. How many How many uh, has his other mom been at? Bye. I think one or two. Maybe one or two. How, how many fucking... But bottom line is kids aren't fucking stupid. You can say all you want. Well, you know, I, I, I want to be there. I want to do these things. I want to stop it and show up. Be there. Prove to them. Let the other side crumble and fall all that toxicity. You know, they're going to press on to, like they did press on to Phoenix so much. You know, she's, she's not ever going to be your real mom. You know, this is your mom. And I ignored it. I took the high road. It was hard. It, it hurt. It hurt me because I couldn't believe that adults could be so vindictive and manipulative towards a child. And I told you, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I do, which is love. And I'm going to show up and I'm going to do all of the things that I would do for my biological kids. 
you know, if we wanted to go there. And and I'll be damned if it didn't take, you know, maybe a couple of years before Phoenix is like finally figured out on his own. Like, damn, I ignore. I think it's happened. I think Probably I've sooner. seen the biggest the biggest shift in your guys' relationship in the past four or five months. And and that's because I'm consistent. I'm persistent. I do all the things that a mom would do. I don't play favorites. I don't play whatever. I treat. I yell at him like I yell at everybody else. <laughs> it's hard else. to yell at him though because he doesn't do a whole lot it wrong. Is, it is. But but Golden Boy. so many parents, they're going to want to retaliate or they're going to want to get their story out or on the side and they're going to want to be like, well, you know, how, how toxic is that other side of the family where they've said so many just wrong and, and deceitful and hurtful things to Phoenix. And I could have sat there and could have been like, well, you know, that's not true. And Bella, I could have talked to Phoenix like this. No, no, no. Quit wasting your breath. Let your actions prove it. And I'll be damned if that didn't come full circle. And now he's just like, God, you know what? I'm old enough now. He's going to be 13. He's like, I see everything that you've ever done for me. And he's formed his own opinions on everything. He formed his own opinions. I didn't have to say you and I didn't have to say or try to counter the other Which is a whole new problem for me because all of a sudden his opinions are all, they're geared towards me, which they're like upset with him. So he's having his own, his own shit. So it, it can get messy. Bottom line is it can get messy. What, what whether you have a great, it, it's great, not perfect. It's day. never perfect. Trust us. It's never perfect. It's, it's messy. It can be frustrating. However, if you can stay consistent and you can stay persistent and you can love and you can continuously show up for your kids, you will never, you can never fail. I mean, I got to go home and I got to punish these fucking girls today. You do. Right. right. Well, I probably won't be till tonight, tomorrow morning. I mean, these, these damn kids like to drive the four wheeler. I got 34 acres to go anywhere they want. This four wheeler that they decided to run over our lawn chairs. Literally, they, they, the girls were to run over the lawn they chairs. Took, uh, the, the chairs were placed like in the tall grass where it's like <laughs> weeded and we keep the rest cut really short. Anyways, they got off of the four wheeler, put the put the chairs in the middle of the field just to demolish them and run them over. Really smart. So dumb. What was going through their head? They definitely get that from you. <laughs> Like, oh, you know what? I have 34 acres, but it would be really fun is just destroying everything. Destroy, <laughs> kill, attack. All right, let's touch base one more thing. And then I got to send Ryan to get lunch for us. And uh, <laughs> I got to get on a call. Working together as a, as a, as a spouse. Um, I don't know where that question is, but working together at home. Um, My favorite thing. Balancing working from home. Together, oh, balancing, balancing, working from home together. So like you working from home because so we, I, we just went through it. I mean, the, the fucking scamdemic, like literally one, I hated it. Not because of you there. I just, I, I feel better. We make more money. The mm -hmm. culture's better. I'm more, it's not that I don't like to be home, but it's, it actually, we probably lost about, I don't know, three to $5 million of me making bad choices, bad decisions of on business tough and learner, things, right? Tough tough learning and things that were fucked up from being stuck at home. Um, but the reality is that balancing it, I don't think there's such thing as balancing at home. I think it goes into the seven F's, which we can use this as a call to action from the guys that are outside that want to learn how to have a relationship with us. It's about casting the future every fucking day. Um, and, and long before you're actually living in that future, in my opinion, right? The reason, you know, I can work from home. I can work. I, I can walk outside. You can be next to me. We can stop and have sex. We can have lunch. We can, I could go to work. We can do all these different things because it fits inside of the life we're trying to design. Sure. Um, and I, and I don't know what every single person's job, what they do, right? Are you in front of a zooms eight, 10 hours a day? I guarantee not what I think what was good for our relationship because we crushed it in the family after during the scamdemic. Like we were doing everything together. We were happy. We were thriving, even though I wasn't winning in all areas financially because uh, I was frustrated. 
we were doing really, really well at home and we use it at, use that as an opportunity to get closer. Right? Of course we did. So yeah. I, I think, in my opinion, if you are trying to figure out how to balance that, I think you, you use that as the opportunity to get one, earn your trust because you're right there, right? Mm-hmm. Two, figure out how to work with your kids together every day because that's a, that's a challenge as well. Three, give her the opportunity to look into the comeback and what you're doing because this is a comeback question, painting that picture, cascading the vision, the future, letting her understand what's going on. And then the other one, it just allows you to fucking learn how much shit you can deal with. Right. What I mean by that is like, like some wives and some, some dudes are, let's be honest, they get moody and fucking in a tight cram. We're pretty lucky for uh, us because we got all that space and we're outside people. So, and I'm super chill. Yeah. I mean, I'm very much more chill than you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. There's a competition of chill. Like I'm like a fucking cucumber. I am cooler than the other side of the pillow. Yeah. Literally super chill. Mark is not super chill. Everybody not super chill, super chill. Just so we can. I thought lies could ruin our relationship. Is this question like, how do I, how do I balance work home life? Is he like working from I, home? I, I'm kind of confused by it. I took it as balance working. Let me read that. My eyes are fucked. Balancing working from home together. So they so both they, work at they, home. I don't know if they work together or not, but I just, I, whether you do separate jobs or the same job, right? At home, I think you're in each other's space all the time. Sure. But. I would say now, if that is your reality and you both work from home and you're trying to balance that, um, well, one, now you just have to accept that that is your reality. That's what you're choosing to do. Um, routine, I guess on my side would be a massive thing. Like, Hey, f- you know, I, I would like, I mean, for like, from a, a wife's perspective, cause I don't, I don't work business stuff like for you okay, I know Mark's got to work from X and A to or this time to this time. Hey guys, kids, dad's working, leave him the fuck alone. Like this is his time to do what he's got to do. And then I just continue to do what I do. Like here's lunch, here's dinner, here's like kids play outside. Um, you just have to, uh, routine is massive in everything that we do. I'm a very timely routine type of person. I, I think it's also a little bit looking at it like it's a gift. It's an opportunity. I mean, it can be frustrating. I'd imagine massive opportunity, it, to a connect. massive opportunity to connect and to create and really get to know each other more and work on, work on things together. It doesn't always have to be like on the go separated and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, you married this person because you want to be with these person. I would assume. I love that perspective. Yeah. Flip, flip the entire script, quit trying to look at, look at it as an opportunity to, wow, I, I really get to be with my family all day now. This is, this is amazing. Maybe you're learning something about your kids that you never knew. Maybe you're learning a little quirk about your wife that you never knew because you were at the office all day. Like you're learning shit about yourself. You didn't know. Yeah, exactly. So embrace it. Well, I think that's it for today's episode. We'll be back next week. Do you have anything you want to add? No. Great topics. Thank you, Corey. Corey, yep. Thank you, Corey, for those topics. That was awesome. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great day. Peace.